Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Andy, what did we like today? Well, we spoke to our old friend from Ireland, Jarleth Reagan, who I spoke to him about quite a few matters. He was on good form, as he often is. He was. Uh, Martin Kellner with his week of sport on TV. Again, very funny. And Mike Ward with his weekend of non-sports telly. That's right. It's uh, all here. We'll have a bonus clip for you very, very shortly. So uh, stay tuned after all this. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Andy. Yes, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Paul. And um, interesting news about Lewis Hamilton. Did you see this? He's lost a three-year legal battle with a luxury watchmaker over products that bear his name. Hmm. He took on the Swiss company Hamilton International after it registered Hamilton as a trademark across Europe. And, of course, Morris and Chico are delighted. They were quite worried. (laughs) They haven't got worried about it. You're indeed that musical (laughs) might have been renamed (laughs) Verstappen or something. I don't know. It's quite difficult because I would imagine the, I mean, they've been around for a long time, the Hamilton watch brand, haven't they, really? It's not like they just, they rocked no. up after Lewis. But anyway, I, I don't understand these things. We should thank, we was the first Christmas card of the year always comes from one of two people to us. Chatterton Park, uh, the fine club, always send us a card. And, Beryl? Well, this is the thing. Uh, Beryl Blick, who's a regular talk sportist, that sends a Christmas card every year. Lovely lady. She goes on a cruise every Christmas. So I'm, I feel for Beryl yes. at the moment because obviously... A kind of pattern is completely up the wall so uh, that's a great shame but anyway uh, Oak Beryl's out there yes. and uh, I think she maybe gets in the mood by getting a paddling pool in the garden <laughs> I don't just looking out the window <laughs> I don't think that will work no. uh, we've both been enjoying as many people have been The Crown uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. drama on Netflix I'm sure you all know what it is mm. but interesting thing in the Times Diary today because uh, uh, Rob Curling the veteran sports presenter oh, nice Rob man Curling, Rob yeah. good bloke Rob mm. yeah, he's, he's in it He's in it. Of course he is, yeah. He's he's in uh, he's, he's in the equestrian bit, isn't he, for yeah. Princess Anne? Yeah, well yeah. spotted. He, yeah. did, he does the... Did you, not, you, did you spot I him? I don't think you got did. The, you I'm haven't got up to that one yet, have you? Or have you watched that? I've watched three. It's when Princess Anne's doing the... the uh, yeah, I'm sure I've seen it. Yes, yeah. I'm sure I've seen that one, yeah. That's okay. in the first... Is that the first one? No, it's uh, second or third, I think. But it's very interesting because uh, there's been a lot of chat about them. Of course there has. And but Royal um, expert Penny Juna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Royal Biography. She says... She's talking about the panorama 
Palmer interview, the controversial interview, she said, it was a trigger for so much that happened. Without it, Diana and Charles may still be together. You think, you're not much of an expert, are you, really? <laughs> they were never going to be together. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, Andy, you're getting right into it. This is it's like talk sport gold. <laughs> Royal news from the late 80s. It's never going to last. She must never be queen. Uh, anyway, we won't go down that road again. And uh, mistletoe, good news, really. Mistletoe will be allowed this Christmas. Mm, okay. But no kissing, sadly. Okay, well, unless so you're in a bubble. What do you do? Do you do, yeah, a, bit do you do a bit of uh, like, yeah, little bump fist elbow, or elbow? Yeah, get under the mistletoe yeah. and give somebody that's right. a, But the elbow, Sun yeah. quoted uh, mistletoe expert Jonathan Briggs. That's <laughs> a great gig, isn't it? Surely it just grows wild, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You can't sort of future proofing a business. It's a bit like but Noddy Holder writing Merry Christmas Everybody. At least every Christmas you're going to get work. You know that. You're going to be in during December, you're always going to be busy. Now, a couple of things, Andy, I want to yes. just tell you about the boys and girls about so three things actually. It's football shirt Friday uh, today. We hope is, you're yeah. taking part for the Bobby Moore Fund Cancer Research UK. It's pretty straightforward. You wear a football shirt and ideally, well, almost certainly you should because you're wearing the football shirt. Make a donation as well. The easiest way to donate, uh, a fiver, for example, you text SHIRT to 70180. That's 70180. It's pretty straightforward. Nice and easy. Um, and that's probably the easiest way to do it. You can go to their website. There's more information there if you'd like to give more, etc. But that's a pretty decent way to start. I'm sure if you text 10 to shirt that will work as well and it's just a day it's slightly belated this year they had to postpone it but here we are today a lot of people are taking part mm. and Andy is wearing his Pascara shirt we've got a picture on the TalkSport mm. website That's uh, that came out around the time when the, the, the virus hit and it's it, it was in support of their medical services yeah, I think it was it? the guys from Classic Football Shirts brought it out and yeah a portion of the profits went to the NHS charity so it's great it's did Pascara shirt. not wear it is that not was well, it I think not? it was but I don't think I don't think that was the idea. I don't think. I, okay. think, I think that's just their colours. I think it just happens to go inside. I'm wearing, I'm, I'm wearing Barcelona of uh, of Ecuador. <laughs> that is, um, and that is so obscure. It's, it's yeah. My, my son went there, and my oldest boy, and, and picked me one up. And uh, I've never seen a shirt with so much advertising. It makes cycling jerseys look underplayed. Every they can barely see the colour of it. It looks like a Watford shirt, which is slightly troubling. It's got the sort of Barcelona colours in it the has, badge. It's got a Barcelona must, badge. Yeah. yeah, it must be related in some way. I know the club. But yeah, I've even seen them play. But so, uh, and uh, we got a we got a Watford shirt uh, in the studio. So, um, yeah, I'll yeah, just, and I'll a producer wearing it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not just the shirt. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see him as a producer. I just see him purely as a Watford shirt, as an empty Watford shirt. Um, yeah. And he's going to be changed. He's like Madonna, Madonna of um, Football Shirt Friday. He's brought in three shirts, and he'll put a fresh one on every hour. Yeah, and we'll tweet out the details again. To allow you to make a donation for a fantastic cause. So, and of course, James, who works with us, he's wearing. Actually, he's not, I can't see him. But James. He's, he's in vintage Barca. Vintage Barca. Uh, in what he called rather, I'd see, he's a young lad. He's what he called it. It was the of the fat Ronaldo era. The worst this, nickname ever. I know. For such it, it's a such brilliant a, player. If it wasn't for Cristiano Ronaldo, we would just call him Ronaldo. But unfortunately, yeah, I mean, he did he, go a bit to seed after he stopped playing. But what a player he what, was! Oh, at Barcelona, especially at that sort of era. So uh, he's gone vintage. Wonderful player. So anyway, yeah, whatever you can do. A couple of other things. Yesterday, I've got to be honest, I was a bit off. I mean, you probably didn't notice. I'm not particularly good any day. I just was a bit <laughs> below par. The words weren't flowing. So I was a bit. I don't know what it was. Well, it was and good of you to come out in sympathy with me and match yeah, my I was. performance. I was. That's to match your performance to see what it felt like to be to be down there. So uh, and I didn't know what it was I had a bad headache all day I thought I was sickening for something and yeah. um, uh, f for a reason I'll go into in a minute 
uh, I didn't drink any tea or coffee at all yesterday and all or the night yeah, before. I told you that's what it was. And Andy said to me, it's caffeine withdrawal. I said, leave off. It's only been about 36 hours. And he said, that's what it is. And man, I think you were right. And it's quite worrying that a morning cup of tea and maybe a morning coffee, mid-morning coffee, can make that difference to you, to really, really yeah, affect that's your the mood. Point like of it, that. I know it is. <laughs> that's why but, I hate decaf. But to that, What's the point? But to that effect, you know, to, to, to kind of... Because I was notably, noticeably down and... Oh, it gives you a terrible headache. I know. <laughs> it was weird. And the reason I didn't drink tea is I uh, donated plasma last night. And you've probably heard the, the ads on the station. Uh, cut a long story short, I took the Imperial College test. So they sent it to me at random. It's part of a survey. I took the test, did the blood test, and apparently, mm. although I'd had no real symptoms, they said I had the antibodies. So I went off last night. It was all very straightforward, the whole process. Mm. I was there for just over an hour, and that included being explained everything by the nurses. The staff were brilliant. They just got on with it. They draw the plasma off, and it's all very straightforward, and I'd, I'd happily do it again. So if you've had the virus and you believe you have the antibodies, it's an opportunity really to help people that maybe. Uh, have had it worse than you have and and, and need some help. So uh, I'd say sign up. It's a really easy process and, um, yeah, I, I would recommend it. I tried... I tried to donate our telly, but they didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> and if they... Not uh, that kind of plasma. And what they do next is if, if, if they find the antibodies are good enough, they invite you back. If they're not, then... You give it a crack anyway, so I'll yeah. find out in the next couple of weeks if they want me back or not. But, yeah, I'll just say it's an easy process. If you're thinking, oh, do I want to put myself through that? Honestly, it's pretty straightforward and, and uh, it, it could help a lot of people, so give oh, it a no, crack. Absolutely, great, great idea. And now, it's been a lot of chat, and rightfully so, about football and dementia and heading and various things, and Frank Lampard talking about and doing less in training. Mm. Uh, but Dale Vargas wrote to the Times with, a, no, with an old... less in the dressing room. <laughs> very much. With an old solution from Harrow Football. Football, uh, one of the games in which association football evolved and still yeah. played at Harrow School. The ball is too big and heavy to head. Instead, it's played with the shoulder. So he thinks that the banning heading would be a, would remove a fundamental uh, part of football. What we, could call a, what we could call a Declan Rice. <laughs> yeah. Really? But how's it going to work? I mean, can you imagine with VAR if you could yeah. only shoulder it in? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Eddie Jones has uh, stoked things up a touch in the build-up, suggesting that uh, the Ireland team are a bit of a... Uh, United Nations have one or two players uh, from a New, a New Zealand or indeed South African background. And so the uh, yeah, Japanese slash the kettle Australian <laughs> coach uh, has had a go at Ireland. Giles <laughs> Regan joins us now, the Irish comedian, <laughs> uh, podcaster, Liverpool fan and rugby fan indeed. Giles, good afternoon. Great to talk to you, boys. How are yeah. you keeping? Not so bad. It wouldn't be the same, really, without a bit of a wind-up from uh, Eddie Jones, would it, really? I mean, how do you use yeah. this water off a duck's back as an Irishman? Absolutely. I mean, he he does love a wind-up. And I think that it's nearly a little bit Trumpian in that he's got a limited playbook in terms of his wind-up. He's like that guy on the site who you like... Oh, that he always says that his scummy Irish comment uh, <laughs> stuck in the craw a little bit because we knew when that was found out uh, that it was really discovered and it was a kind of a really private event where that was said. This is much more of a, a niggle for the sake of a niggle because 
this is this is well-worn territory and the change from three years to five years for these residency rules really has kind of ironed out the creases in this uh, and taken away the opportunity for opportunism when it comes to qualifying your players internationally and also lads let's face it there are other international players playing at club level uh, in Ireland and the UK who can't get into the squads. I mean, mm. they just they just can't. Uh, so it also is, it does raise a question of identity. Like what, when, when this stuff comes up, I find it brings us back to, well, what is it to be English and what is it to be Irish? All of these guys that are in the Irish squad, any of the players in the squad will tell you exactly how committed they are and that this isn't done on a whim. And I'm sure it's the same with the English boys. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, virtually all countries have this. I and mean, our old friend uh, Mark Bertram, he was Canadian. He's never even been to Canada. I know. <laughs> but he sort of felt it, didn't he? Yeah, he of course, when them. you play for the country. I mean, you've got a couple of Englishmen in there. When Billy Burns um, could well get on. He's, his brother, Freddie, of course, has played for England before. I think mm. Billy was uh, England under 20s. So, uh, I mean, uh, Austin Healy and his column in the Telegraph today, I don't know if this one did, he was having a bit of a pop. He said, surely... Uh, the Ireland fans, part of them inside feel sad that the whole 15 is no longer coated in freckles. Oh, he says, uh, that's his turn of phrase, Jarleth. Jonathan Lydon. I heard you prickle. Yeah, well, I mean, he prickle. really is dipping his, dipping his toe in the xenophobic water there. Mm. I mean, uh, like really, what's the purpose of that uh, comment? And also, what does it suggest he's suggesting Irish people think? Yeah. I mean... Surely there's a lot of Irish people that look at this team and go, wow, that's great, because that's much more reflective of the population of our country today. Yes, no, I totally agree with that. Oh, we're going to talk a bit of Liverpool as well, uh, your your club, going through it at the moment. and we've, we've You might get of, a game this weekend. Yeah, if you to take, take your boots, <laughs> just hang around. It's, uh, it, it's, I mean, it's, you know, how's your luck, really? It's been incredible, isn't it? All these uh, injuries and, and uh, Salah out for a couple of games as well. Three games. I mean, let's be honest, every Liverpool fan knows that we rode our luck a lot last season. There were games we shouldn't have won. Uh, there were decisions that shouldn't have gone our way. It just the, it reminded me a lot of, you know, some of those United titles back in the 90s where you were like, they were really never beaten until the whistle blew. It, it, I don't believe in karma or what goes around comes around, but things do tend to balance out in football, don't they? They do, and uh, what I like about Klopp is he doesn't really make excuses pre-match. He's been speaking this morning saying, yeah, all right, we've got injuries, but, you know, you could give the other players the surviving, not surviving, it's the wrong word, but, you know, the remainder of the players, an excuse if you started saying, oh, we've got this one missing and that one's missing and what are we going to do? And But he doesn't do that, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens this week because it is a tough game this weekend. And, yeah, look, it's been said a bunch of times, but it needs to be said again, the messaging and the articulation of this man. I mean, I know some people have a man crush on him, like, for other reasons. But for me, as a communicator, as somebody who talks for a living and somebody who's trying to raise a, a young boy to be a man, uh, I, I do look to how he manages to take negative situations and turn them positive. I mean, take that Everton match. Virgil gets smashed. The uh, officials miss an obvious red. And 
we made a, a bunch of mistakes in the game. And Jurgen comes out after us and goes, yes, we took all of our mistakes and we put them into one game and now we move on. <laughs> <It's very good. laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, that's brilliant. That's a great way to look at, at having a terrible day at work. I put all my mistakes into one day. Now the rest of the week is going to yeah. be great. I yeah. did that yesterday, hopefully. <laughs> the um, Now, finally, uh, you've taken on a bit of a challenge, yeah. haven't you, via uh, your Irishman Abroad podcast tell us more about this yes i have teamed up with perhaps ireland's greatest track and field athlete of all time i don't think there's any perhaps about it sonia o'sullivan is an olympic medalist and a world champion over ten thousand meters and she now lives in australia and was locked down in ireland during uh, the first uh, lockdown and she and i have been friends for some time and I guess like a lot of people, I just never saw myself as a runner. But as a result of lockdown, I was like, well, that's really the only exercise I'm allowed to do. Give Sonia a bell. And we kind of concocted this idea. Would it be possible to take me, somebody who has never run around the block in his life, and take him to a marathon in the space of a year? Sonia felt absolutely and the challenge began. The Irishman Abroad Running Challenge is uh, now a regular podcast every Tuesday on our feed, the Irishman Abroad feed. And you can do it too. I mean, you can. we're having hundreds of listeners right. that are now sticking on the runners, getting out the door. And as Sonia says, it's gradual, gradual buildup. But you get a you get Olympian coaching for free. Well, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. How's it yeah. going from your point of view sort of in these early stages? Uh, pretty great I'll be honest with you I mean she she is astonishing that you know I struggled you know the first month to to do three kilometers without feeling like I was going to die and then suddenly guys there's this you know people talk about runners high you just it's like running is like somebody that it takes a while to warm to Uh, there there are a few times that you're around with them and ugh you're not really doing it. Then you go on a date and you have the time of your life and you're like, actually, I think I might be falling in love here. And I, <laughs> I have I have fallen in love with it uh, to the point where I had a bit of a, a back uh, thing the other week and I went pretty low. I went pretty low at the thought of not mm-hmm. getting out there because it becomes nearly, I'm, just, I'm sure you have listeners that will agree with this, that it nearly becomes uh, like a therapy or a meditation mm. to get out there, pound the pavement for an hour and come back. And it's also, let's face it, lads, a little bit of time away from the family. <laughs> <laughs> John, it's good to talk to you as John, always. Thanks man. for joining Great us. Great to talk, boys. Thank you <laughs> Take for having care. Me on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I don't know if you saw this little funny little piece with Scott Carson mm. today. He's uh, he's been um, on loan, I think, at Derby, hasn't he? Uh, and he, but he's still technically a city player. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah. And uh, he was talking to ESPN, and uh, he said it. He said the players had a special surprise for me last Christmas. My secret Santa was a tour of the Etihad Stadium. <laughs> he said, he said that I, I give out a lot of sticks, so I've got to take it. He said defender Carl Walker, who was winning goal against Atalanta last season when Edison was uh, was injured and Claudio Bravo was sent off. Carl always tells me he's had more goalkeeper appearances for City than me. <laughs> That's great. That is good, yeah. yeah. It's fair good enough. Work. Um, we, we, Downing, so this is an interesting one. They've urged people to keep windows open this winter to cut the risk of spreading the virus. Mm. And it says, this is in the Times yesterday, people should either open their window wide for short, sharp bursts for 10 to 15 minutes every couple of hours or leave them cracked open throughout the day. That's a strange way of putting it. Oh, yeah, you crack open a window. <laughs> Do you? Don't you think, yeah? What, with a brick? <laughs> no, you've never heard that phrase before. What's that? You've never learned chess and you've never heard the phrase crack open. You've gone all this, all this way heard, in life. Never heard that, on here it. Here that. The, uh, if you want to crack open the window, I would yeah. do that uh, with uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan, who, uh, to put no final point on it, broke wind yes, at the I Crucible. That, yeah. uh, uh, was it at the Crucible that he did this or not? I can't remember where no, he did no, 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 it. was quite recent. It wasn't in the tournament. yesterday, was it? Was it yesterday? Okay. <laughs> He's probably done it more than once. <laughs> but uh, I, know, I think, he, he, yes, apparently then he blamed the referee. Yeah, he But did. then admitted to it and said he was proud of it. And uh, uh, no, the one in 2013 was against Judd Trump, wasn't it? I mean, he was obviously yeah. doing it on purpose. <laughs> obviously, he was. But yeah. uh, there yeah. we are. Good old Ronnie says uh, yeah. said it, it, it was a dietary thing that he had yeah. no control over. Yeah. But he, incredibly proud of the, of the, of the volume yeah. level, apparently. So the Sun uh, readers are a bit. Uh, they're not happy about Summer Monty's Fulham new stand. He's looking very nice, actually. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as, as we a, like new, to... a new name every day. <laughs> He says, does anyone know what Summer Monty's full and blah, blah, blah does for a living? Says Harriet Earlie. Yeah. Get a job, she says. Get a jumper on and get a job. I said, yeah, she's got a job. She's a barmaid. That's it, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Squad number nine, Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. 
Good afternoon to you, boys. You okay? Yeah, yes, we're not thanks, too bad. Murphy. Yes, okay. we You're are. Good. We are in full flow with the football shirt Friday, the Bobby Moore Fund. And uh, I don't know if you've not donned the old Hammers vintage shirt this afternoon, Martin. Have you? No, I haven't. I don't. I don't look good in a football shirt, so I'm not. <laughs> is, uh, it, is it an age? Do you think that's a cut off? I mean, I won't normally wear them, but is there? You think that's a cut off? Uh, that's definitely a cut off. The cut off, I would say, is about thirty five. So neither <laughs> of you should be wearing them either. But it's a good cause, obviously, and support the cause. It certainly that. is. So. Um, are we going to talk a bit of fishing today? Is this right? Yes, we are. Sport fishing. Okay. Now, I'm not sure whether you know whether I think of fishing so much as sport because oh. I mean, basically what you're doing is you're trying to outwit a fish. <laughs> um, when you think of that, I mean, very very few fish have ever got a degree, even from a Russell Group University, <laughs> and, and you know, and very few of them turn up on question time. So there's this show called Monster Carp, which mm. is mm. Um, in a way it's a bit of a tribute to uh, Eric Hall, yeah. whose show was Monster Monster Car. <laughs> of course it was, yeah, uh, I like that. Yes, <laughs> very good. <laughs> well, this one is just called uh, Monster Carp. Mm. And um, basically, it reminds me, I know you were mentioning Paul Whitehouse earlier on, yeah. but you may remember from the first show, uh, there was this sketch about off-road racing, which had Simon Day uh, and Paul Whitehouse in it. And they, they were always saying that, you know, the two, two guys were saying, let's off-road, yeah. let's rock and all that. Well, this programme actually does that. There's three... I'll tell you what the pitch is at the start of it. It says, three fishing-mad amigos travel the world with one thing on their mind, carp. And I thought to myself, if you're travelling the world, you ought to have something more on your mind than just carp. Because it's, it's an interesting planet and there are all sorts of things going on. But basically, it's all about catching a carp over a hundred over the £100 mark. Yeah. And, I, you know, that is a hell of a fish, a hundred pounds. Mm. I mean, that is that is like a person, isn't it? That's seven seven stone a bit, <laughs> yeah. or, or or two supermodels. Not a lot of it's, people here at Talksport are seven stone. I have to tell no, you. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true, but uh, you know, it, it's. But anyway, so these three fishing mad amigos who mm. are uh, Ali Hamidi, Neil Spooner, oh, yeah. and Tom Dove. Yeah. But you know these people, Dovey, I think they call. Well, them. Well, Ali's been we on the show before. Yeah, yeah. We, we listen to Fisherman's Blues every so we week. Know, so we know all about this. It's, it's a big popular show. People in the world of fishing love it, Martin. They do. And if you want to see this one, they go to Thailand. It's uh, on episode 11, hmm. uh, is the one you're looking for on the ITV uh, hub. Um, anyway, they go they go on this journey to uh, Thailand, and the question is asked, will our journey change dreams to reality? Uh, and uh, they go to two sort of fishing resorts. And that, again, seems to me to be odd, because the fishing resorts are deliberately stocked with fish, because that's what it's all about, isn't yeah. it? So you, you're not... Uh, you know, you what would you suggest them? as an alternative then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd send chickens. them somewhere. Well, chickens, chickens with lungs. <laughs> yeah, anything. Well, anything like that. That's a million dollar idea there. You yeah. want to pitch that one. <laughs> yeah, I, like um, I think it's yeah. a Frank Zappa song, isn't it? <laughs> it could very well yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they actually used the phrase at one point in this one, suck it up, boys, let's rock and roll, oh, okay. before they go out there <laughs> to... Haven't we all uh, use that at some... <laughs> well, some, uh, uh, yeah. again, Paul Whitehouse, Simon Day, yeah, you yeah. know, beyond that, I've... Uh, I, think no it was, I think it was Charlie Hickson. I don't want to start contradicting your thoughts. Oh, I think it was Charlie Hickson, not oh, Simon, dear. in that particular sketch. No. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, Simon, Tommy Cockles was Simon Day. And that it was, was that's right, good. yeah. They really yes. were marvellous times. 
The marvellous stuff. As it used to say. It's now, quite <laughs> revolting, the carp, isn't it? It's an ugly fish. Oh, yeah. And they, ki- they, they oh, pick this fish up. It's £135, this fish. So that is almost the weight of a presenter at Talk Sport. But it's £135. It is a big fish. And they actually do kiss the fish. You see the guy giving the... Giving the you know, kiss the fish, I'd like to see them holding Alan Brazil in the water like that. <laughs> <laughs> holding, him, holding him underneath. That'd be fantastic. You know, Catch and release. Precisely. I don't want to go back. Um, anyway, if, if you like that... So, no, I've never yeah. kissed a fish. No, OK. Uh, yeah, okay. As it happens. Never even caught a fish. But I, I do distinguish between <laughs> angling, you know, which is the, uh, again, uh, Paul Whitehouse and uh, Bob Mortimer yeah, thing, yeah. That, that, which was a brilliant programme. Oh, and that, yeah, that's great, you know, sitting by the riverbank philosophising. And then this other thing, which is more like sort of off-road uh, racing. Like a kind of so, top gear for fishing. I guess that, that, I guess that they did so. pitched it. Mm. I'm sure that's they a great did. pitch, top yeah, gear yeah, for yeah. fishing. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I think they've done it. Um, Bundesliga, Martin, we're off, we're off to the, uh, the Bundesliga. Yes, not the Bundesliga as such, but a documentary about the team, um, the Berlin Union team. It's called yeah. We Are Union, mm. um, and it's on BT Sport. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. still there, I think, if you want to catch up on it. But it, it's one of those documentaries about teams where the fans are a bit bananas. You know, mm. it's all, it's about the fans. And this uh, team, this Berlin team, uh, w- you know, has never been in the Bundesliga. Uh, it's a, a sort of, it's got its roots in East Eastern Germany rather, mm. than, uh, rather than the West. Um, but the fans are known for being fanatics. And we see some of their songs that they sing on the terraces. But, of course, they've had to be translated. You know, they're singing them in German and they sound quite uplifting, but then they put a translation on the subtitles where our famous colours are white and red, we'll stay true to them until we're dead. Oh I, mean, I don't know what the original German was, but I'm suspecting it was... Um, probably um, a wee bit more inspiring. Yeah. Uh, but they're in the in the Bundesliga for the first time and uh, the documentary is all about whether they're capable of staying in the Bundesliga and it comes down to the last match, etc, etc. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so I'll watch that and uh, I would recommend it. If you, yeah, you know, Union Berlin, that's a good, that's a good story. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. We'll, we'll check that out. It's on, it on is BT. an interesting story, to be honest. Uh, I've been watching the ATP tennis. Mm. Uh, I, I know, I suspect you have as well, uh, Andy. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed that. Tim Hemman and Andrew Castle doing the uh, commentating. But I was interested in one of the questions uh, Andrew Castle uh, asked Tim Hemman. Uh, they were talking about the speed of, uh, of the service. Mm-hmm. And he, he asked him, Can you impro- is it possible to do any training, any particular techniques to improve the speed of your serve? Or is that something you're born with? And I thought, how difficult must it be to test whether a baby has a fast serve? <laughs> whether, you know, whether the baby sort of pulls the dummy out and throws it or not, I don't know. Um, but anyway, it looks like a, uh, I've been watching Djokovic and Zverev this afternoon, oh. and it looks like a, a Djokovic-Nadal uh, final. Which is Andy, um, Andy predicted, I believe, yeah. in, in, yes. from round one. And yes. Martin, we're nearly out of time, but you want to talk about the joy of being Scottish, even though you're the not Scottish. Jo- no, I'm not Scottish in any way whatsoever, although I did go to uh, university up there. But oh. um, no, what, what I was, it was a contrast, really, between England, Iceland, and uh, a 
View from the Terrace, which is a regular show, just goes out on BBC Scotland. Mm. Um, when I watched England Iceland, um, and afterwards we're saying, you know, what talented players we have, you know, talented mm. young players, Phil Foden, Mason Mount, and especially Declan Rice. So we've got <laughs> these... Uh, but, mm. you know, we know not to get too excited about this because all these conversations have been had over the years uh, before major tournaments, whether it's, you know, Lampard and uh, Gerrard or whatever. Um, so we don't get too excited. My God, last Saturday's um, view from the terrace, of course, in the wake of uh, Scotland, uh, Scotland's excellent first half performance against Serbia and then winning on the penalties. God, they got excited. Uh, it's Craig Telfer, Craig Fowler, and some other guy not called Craig. All right. And, uh, <laughs> yes, which yeah, I don't know where they got him from. No, Sean McGuigan, uh, I think, is the other guy. But um, they were getting so amazingly excited about it. And I, I was sort of, I was almost envious of the fact that, you know, they were talking about Lyndon Dykes and uh, Ryan Christie uh, and John McGinn. Well, John McGinn, obviously, we know he's performed exceptionally well for Villa mm. this season. But your Lyndon Dykes is, uh, um, is a QPR player, isn't he? I think in the championship. He's decent, though. Uh, yeah, Millwall, he, he, he had a yeah. terrific game. Was, no, he's at QPR. QPR. Sorry, yes, I'll take it. Of course we did. We did yeah. interview him. Yeah, QPR, of course. Sorry, he's a good player. But you know, it, when you compare him to some of the players, that do you know what I mean? your ability as a Scots fan to get that excited about what you're going to do in Euro 2020. Yeah. I mean, we all know how it's going, we all yeah. know it's going to end in tears. But <laughs> yeah, but they, Euro they, 2020 for Scotland is, is nothing it's except, massive. except for one game. That's it. That's yes. the whole of the I tournament. I think they'd like to go through to the next stage, wouldn't they? They, they, they won't lose to England and winning the other two. They wouldn't care. No, no, no. They wouldn't even want that. They, okay. Well, see. You'll see Spoken when as a true Scotsman, Andy. Yes, it as comes you're not, around, you'll see. I watched, just very quickly, I watched the most obscure game of football I've you ever have to be watched. quick. I was so bored with the 3-0 England were 3-0 up. I can't remember what yeah. was. I watched LSU versus Texas A&M in the SEC soccer tournament quarterfinal. Wow. Yeah, it was nil-nil yeah. at the time. It was more competitive than the other game. <laughs> You're the only one watching. Martin, you're yeah. back overnight, I understand. Back overnight. And, and by the way, next week I hope to talk about the Jack Charlton documentary. It's not oh. released mm. till the 20th. It's on the 23rd. It's excellent. It comes, yes. comes mm. out on Netflix. Everybody who's seen it oh. tells me it's brilliant. It is brilliant, uh, yeah. So I will definitely talk about that next week. Excellent, brilliant. Martin. Thanks, Thank Martin. you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Let's look at some of the non-sporting telly uh, that's uh, happening this weekend. I mean, there's so much sport, water, all free football. But look, you can still find time, can't you? Yeah, of course. Mike Ward, uh, Brighton supporting uh, TV uh, columnist for the Star, joins us. Good afternoon, Mike. Yeah, I switched back from Birmingham. That you put. Oh yeah, I gave you Birmingham yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah <laughs> <don't> <laughs> think we didn't get on. Soon changed clubs, didn't <laughs> you? Really, didn't like the look of them. So, yeah. Once they sold Jude Bellingham, you weren't interested. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> now, um, Richard Osman. Mm. Uh, we mentioned him earlier on, playing up front for Liverpool in the clips of the week. But uh, a lovely man. And he is. His, his House of Games show has been sort of uh, late, sort of early evening on BBC yeah, sort of six Two. six o'clock BBC yeah. Two. But um, it, it kind of felt it had more in it than that, and that's why BBC One have picked it up. An awful lot of programmes are now getting that that little promotion, aren't they? Yeah. They're getting moved over to sort of uh, slots that are not familiar. Yeah, it's up there with MasterChef, The Professionals, you know. Oh, indeed. The, the, the similar sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, House of Games night. So it's pretty, you know, not, you know, radically different from what you're used to but um, Jennifer Saunders uh, and Jermaine Genus are among the people who are going to be the regular competitors on the uh on the, uh, on the on the show for the coming weeks. So it's a bit like, you know, with Taskmaster, you have the same people competing each week, so they yeah. develop a little story, uh, that, you know, relationship evolves. That's been were. good, that series. Fun. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. 
Yeah. The, the, the um, House of Games thing about it is I've been, always been really impressed with the quality of the games because they have to keep coming up with new stuff all the time. There's yeah. very few duffers in there. So whoever comes up with the ideas on that show, obviously, I mean, some of them feel like it could be old game shows, you know. Yeah. Or maybe they're just <laughs> they a lot well of... I- they probably were a lot of old ideas that came in because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Richard worked in that area for years mm, as a true. producer. Maybe the, there's all these games that, that didn't fight quite they fill out half an sh- hour. They went through the shredder and yeah. got the tape out. Made a good strand but wasn't a whole... <laughs> Half hour show, but and the, it's very good and great prizes as well. You can win a, win a House of Games. All the prizes, obviously, you got his, his sort of his likeness etched on them. Yeah. So there's a House of Games teapot, mm. it, yeah, know, which is a fantastic and prize. Ooh, Jennifer Saunders currently in there's something about movies, which is also very. You enjoy that, Andy? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good, good show. Yeah, and without well. giving giving away too many spoilers, there's a, a first question. I think it's the first question in tonight's program. It's a football question, so oh. it's obvious who the yeah, first person to get that right is it. Jermaine? No, Jennifer gets it right. Jermaine, oh. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's good. It's, if you haven't seen it before. Mm. It's 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 good stuff. Eight thirty, BBC One uh, this evening. I'm a celebrity. Continues. It does. And, not um, for me. It doesn't. No, no not for Andy. It doesn't. And I've, I've, it's kind of been on the background a few times. I don't. I'm not been watching religiously. You, uh, Andy, did you just dip in and dip out, or just not dip in? I just. Uh, I, I watched it in don't. the early days, but it's, I, I it's, don't like the Bush Tucker trials. It's I don't gone off it since Tony Blackburn was dethroned. <laughs> yeah. I just. I said to Paul, they might as well show last year's. I, from judge, <laughs> I only do judge it from what I read in the press, but it's the same thing. Oh, look at the meeting. This horrible thing. Yeah. Uh, they've voted one bloke to keep No, you think it. this is MasterChef the professionals? But <laughs> <laughs> well, about six million people can't be wrong. No. Jordan North has been the star so far, a, a radio presenter. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm going to stick my neck out here and say when this is all over, he's going to get his own series on ITV2. <laughs> now, you heard it here first. It's, it's a, yeah. I think that's evens bet. with Paddy Pal. Victoria Darvish is hoping for that as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've not seen a lot of it. I've seen a lot of Shane Ritchie in it. He seems to be coming across well. And, and as, as does uh, Jordan. Now, Mo Farah been doing? Mo Farah's actually doing okay because I was yeah. a bit worried that, you know, we talked about the fact that competitive people on an entertainment shows can can sometimes grate a wee bit because they're just a bit too competitive. They can't they can't crank it down at all. But he's been okay. Yeah. Okay. Been... Has he done the Mobot? Yeah. Yeah, I did that first night. Yeah, like he was contractually night. obliged to, I think you'll find, <laughs> yeah. and then he, can, then he doesn't have to <laughs> he do it again. Uh, Saturday night, we got some Icelandic drama, and yeah. Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood aren't in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you just want. That's the only reason you want to mention that. So no, I, I, I like. No, I like. I also want to mention that the 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 main star of it is someone called Nina Dog Phillips Dottier. I thought, do I put that in? I'll leave that in for you to say. Yeah, yeah. I've no idea who this person is. I, yeah. I, you, you know me with programs that are cold. You know, it's my, my B jam factor cre- keep creeping in again. Yeah. I don't like TV that's cold. So I don't like Winter Olympics or Dancing on Ice. But this is because oh, nice you start thing. to feel cold. Can you put a jumper mm. on or something? Or? You, you, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> It's an internal it doesn't thing. work. It doesn't work. I've tried so if you, that. you watch anything cold, yeah. you get cold. I don't, yeah, I don't like watching <laughs> snow or anything on the telly, and it, it, it just genuinely dates back to when I worked for B Gems and I got stuck in the freezer. Not the actual, <laughs> not the actual freezer, That's but the storage cupboard. Job yeah. Trauma. While they, were, yeah. while they were running Ski Sunday, and I yeah. <laughs> that was the only telly you watched. How long were you in the? This was a pre B Gems. Oh, was a sort of oh, thing they got bought out pre- by Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, yeah, this was yeah, back really. in the days. I'm sure I've told this before when yeah. I served. This Fergus, drama Fergus isn't Sharky. set in a branch of Iceland no, where a young Brighton-supporting no. TV reviewer gets stuck in a fridge, is it? No, that's episode three. Okay. <laughs> it gets better. 
It was a lot of murder and, and cold people. Mm, yeah, these, these kind of they're nice jumpers in these in these shows, though, aren't you? Yeah. Beautiful. It's called, it's called the Valhalla Murders, and did we actually say what it's called? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's on. It's BBC, it's on. BBC Four. BBC though. It's, it's, it's okay. subtitled. I've never been to Reykjavik, which is where it's set. I'd like to go. I have been to Iceland. I went a couple of years ago, and it's one of the greatest holidays. In all seriousness, it's one of the greatest holidays I've ever had. I will put off about fifty percent of the male listenership when I say if they've not been. Ten pound a pint, lads. Yeah, it ten is. pound yeah, a pint. Oh, that's, that's it. That's, that's on the happy hour. Mm. We ordered. My wife and I went uh, where we stay. We ordered a bottle of wine with the dinner, and the woman just said a whole bottle. <laughs> oh no! That's not a bad sign. Well, partly because she obviously thought we we're alcoholics, uh, which is you know, and partly because um, we saw how much it cost when wow. when we got the bill. Did you feel Perhaps cold? I won't go to Ricky. Did you feel cold? <laughs> Fifteen quid for a pint of Guinness, apparently. Yeah. Did you feel cold um, when you uh, when you went to Iceland? Bizarrely, no, I didn't. <laughs> Because you know what I did? Strange I put a man. jumper on. Oh, You're a strange you went, man. you went in the summer. Uh, let's have a quick look at Strictly. Who's, yeah. Is Bill Bailey still the favourite? He's still the favourite. Oh, he was sensational I, I last think, week. You know, it's, you know it's, it's his to lose now, isn't it? He's, he's doing absolutely amazingly. And um, well done to Anton. I thought he was... Uh, well, he was led two, but I thought he did brilliantly he's been, well. He should have always been one of those. Course. He's fantastic. I think, yeah, I think... It was just a good line wasn't it? It worked. It yeah. worked really well with, with him doing it. He's, he's a bit... I mean, I think he was a, a little bit too generous with his oh, praise to begin with. With. A bit yeah. generous with scores, but, but you know. after you know, I think the eleven was going a bit far. But I think, <laughs> I, I think you know, if he did it for a few weeks, I think you know the mean streak would kick in. Yeah. Mm. Um, who wants to be a millionaire? The million pound question. You've missed out catchphrase, catches moment. Well, we catch. haven't got time for. That. I know, but I, can I just say that catchphrase with Stephen Mahone is one of my favourite guilty really? pleasures. Yes, good show. And I bumped into Stephen Mahone in a restaurant very, in Chiswick about very two months ago. Yeah. Did him. he get trapped with, the, in, uh, with him in a freezer? No. I said to him, I love catchphrase, and he looked at me as if I was. Mad. Yeah, never do that. It's not worth it. Uh, this does. is a kind of bit of talking heads, including their old... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Who wants to be a millionaire? Million pound question. New six-part series. Because fortunately, conveniently, they've had six genuine legitimate winners now. So yeah. that makes a six-part series where each week they can look back on one of them winning, which really doesn't fill an hour. So they fill the rest of the hour with some of the celebrities who've been on and t- telling you how tough it is, etc., etc. Et okay. But yeah, Judith uh, Keppel, who won in uh, November 2000, that's 20 years wow. ago. Wow, amazing. The God, last play won, old. that was remarkable. That. Yeah, that yeah, was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Mike, uh, keep you, warm Mike. And, and we will, <laughs> and we will ca- put a jumper on, man. We'll catch up with you next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. So as promised, we have a bonus clip and uh, our uh, producer, assistant producer producing for us today, Jamie, found a clip on Fisherman's Blues. Jamie, would you like to introduce it? I shall. Here is uh, Nigel talking to his artistic guest. Once I've got a digital version, then I'll paint it. Wow, that is impressive. I couldn't I couldn't draw a straight line. Yeah, try using a ruler, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. There we are. Excellent. Bit harsh, but there we are. Well, there we are. That's, uh, that's uh, the best of H&J today. We'll catch up with you on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 